0: Know for Tuesday, November 10th, the 315th day of 2020. There are fifty-one days left in the year. Good morning MV guiding through in the know at K105. On Lichfield's Country Station 1039 the Moose Live Online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes Podcast. On Facebook, Watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The election season seems to drag on. Do we know any more today? Who knows? Maybe you know. I don't know. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Hunkin' Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty. Embry, Thomas. Hey. hey,
1: how's Misty? I'm great. How are you?
0: Not doing too well. Would you like? Um, yeah, I'm doing relatively oh, well, I was say, what's uh, wrong? considering. You're not COVID, is it? Uh, no, it's <laughs> not. Not that. At least not not yeah. today. Would you like That's to right. do? Would you like to do uh, pull a yogi and boo boo?
1: Okay. Do you
0: know what a yogi and boo boo is?
1: Maybe
0: you would be able to hibernate for about six months. A majority of Americans polled 53% wish they could hibernate for six months so they could catch up on lost sleep.
1: I've done that the last um, few days, so...
0: Six months from now, that would bring us to about April or so. You think April 2021 might be better than...
1: I'm not opposed to hibernating the next six months.
0: Just come out on the other side and see how it goes.
1: Let me have Thanksgiving first, and then that'll put me into a good hibernation. Maybe you'll be ready for a vaccine
0: (laughs) by then. Uh, Beads is on assignment today. UConn is not feeling well, our understanding. And so uh, we'll call in the left-hander. Uh, he's a junk ball pitcher, so which you, never, you never know. He's hard to hit. He's a three-time winner of the, uh, Silver Salad nominee. Three-time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. And the only living eyewitness to WKRP's <laughs> Great Turkey Drop. Covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, even Mayfield. If we can ever get there. Then <laughs> uh-huh. Gormley. And the sports. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. You think you're ever going to get to go to Mayfield for a playoff? Well, game? now the
2: rumor is is that uh, we may be even going to Owensboro. I don't know. I don't know. There, there's all kinds of like like rumors. It's like the thought bubble. Everybody's got their, their yarn out and they're kind of drawing all of the different scenarios. And this could happen. Now, what if this happens? Now, what about this? And no one knows anything.
0: I've tried to stay out of your wing because things happen too quickly over there you uh i told someone the other day being in the media business right now i've never played the game of darts mm-hmm. but i would imagine if i were playing darts but the the dartboard was on someone's back and they kept walking around it's trying to hit the middle of that dartboard, and it could be over here one minute it could be over here another minute you prepare to play a game oh that game's not going to happen and so and this is news to me, maybe Owensboro. I don't know. Yeah,
2: there's all kinds of rumors going around, but and also as of right now, next Friday, we will be in Mayfield. That's what our plan is as of this exact second. <laughs> a week, what is this 909 on November the 10th? because in five minutes it could change again. who knows?: A week and a
0: half from now. Correct. Not, not this Friday. Correct. It was Correct. originally yes. scheduled yes. for this yes. Friday. Yes,
2: November the 20th, I think, is the day. The plane
1: day. ticket says Mayfield. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> yes. I, uh, it's been a little uh, – it is hard to believe that it's already double digits into November. Right. You know, tomorrow's Veterans Day. It seemed like Halloween was yesterday. But we've had a week of really nice weather, mm-hmm. and that's kind of tricking. It's lulling us into – uh, it's two weeks and two days until Thanksgiving. but And we're still talking about the beginning of the football playoffs, which are normally Halloween weekend or, you know, the weekend right after. And so it's just – And, I
2: mean, basketball is scheduled to start in two weeks from today.
0: Yeah, good luck.
2: <laughs> That's why I said so schedule. It's schedule. just schedule.
0: not going to <laughs> happen. Board.
2: Warm and windy afternoon
0: ahead. Showers will be developing. We'll see some wind gusts of 25 to 30 miles per hour with uh, possible uh, throughout the afternoon and through about midnight so my prediction is is that we are about 24 hours away from you finally probably being able to rake leaves and it be an effective form of leaf raking if you've raked leaves until now you're just going to have to rake leaves again but I think the, the wind this afternoon will get most of the remaining leaves out of the trees, and you can proceed from there. Now, clouds will clear tomorrow night, and temperatures will fall into the uh, 30s and low 40s, so back seasonally closer to where we're supposed to be. But because it will still be a windy tomorrow night, I don't think it's going to frost. Uh, windy with showers increasing, rain chance of 40% today, a high of 80. Showers and breezy, 55 tonight, rain chance of 80%. Veterans Day looks like 30% chance of rain and a high of 58. Beyond tomorrow, though, I think the highs are going to be in the 60s, so it won't be too bad. So
2: I'll take that for the middle of November. For sure. It
0: will be, it'll be okay. Um, have they officially decided who the president is
1: yet? No, I think we're um we're moving back to the middle again. I
0: know who the I know who the media has said yeah. and they don't much like Fox News didn't want to have to undo the Arizona call. Once they made the call, boy they'll have to be drug kicking and screaming mm-hmm. the other direction, but now, you know, depends upon is this person reliable on what they're saying and so the electoral count decreases and then it increases and Do you know? I don't know. I would like,
1: I mean, can we make a prediction? We're a media team. Can we just go (laughs) ahead and make our prediction, too?
0: The the Trump administration threw the presidential transition into a bit of uh, tumultuousness yesterday. They are blocking the formed Biden administration transition team from, I guess, Getting carried away with uh, contacting certain governmental offices, and then he also has the attorney general, who you know gave him a memo, says that the FBI is looking into uh, voter fraud. Mm-hmm. And so, even if there's not even if there's not evidence of voter fraud, he now has he can point to an FBI memo that says, "Hey, they're looking into it." Right. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean that anything is. It doesn't mean that anything is there. And then Leader McConnell said yesterday. By the way, I noticed that he's getting he's getting credited with being uh, supportive of President Trump. And I I would be careful about saying that, Mm -hmm. because here's what Leader McConnell said. He said that President Trump is, quote, 100 percent within his rights, end quote, to question election results. He didn't say it was warranted. He right. said he's 100% he's within his rights, within his rights right. to question it should he choose. And mm-hmm. so I think you should not construe one for the other mm-hmm. as much as you would like to. And then he also is um, – I think a lot of Republican lawmakers are just trying to not get, one, at odds with the president, mm-hmm. our current president, and also to try and not make his base mad. Because even if President Trump is no longer our president, his base and supporters are still needed if you want to
1: swim yourself. in congressional <laughs> waters at
0: least six years from now or two years from now or whatever that might be. Can you imagine, though, having to walk this back? Can you imagine what would it's as if the national news media, most of them, won't even acknowledge they they won't even allow for there's even a sliver of likelihood that it's not going to go the direction that it is, but I, and I'm not saying that it will. But could you imagine what they would have to do to walk it back? I, like, um. I think at that
1: point is when we replay the Steve Harvey called the wrong Miss, <laughs> <Ms. laughs> was it USA or Miss America? No, Miss Universe, Miss Universe, Miss yeah. Universe, yeah. <laughs> and he took his medicine and walked out and said, "I have made a mistake." I, like so, we we're going to need. Um, Steve Harvey on the ready to be able to coach these media teams on how to do that, <laughs> finesse that, and do that with charm. But I do find it interesting that they were all about Russian collusion mm-hmm. when they thought that the election had be t- been taken from Hillary.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: But now there's no way there could be voter fraud. I guess we fixed that.
0: As an aside, something you brought up, this is a point that I would like to cover some other day uh, because unity for everyone now. Uh, we call that the Miss Universe pageant but I didn't see any representative from Mars I didn't see a representative from <laughs> Venus I agree with I you I saw no one from Jupiter I saw lots of women from south of the equator mm-hmm. I saw women from Scandinavia mm-hmm. I don't think the universe is fully represented in that contest so yeah. I think that we need to I think we need to look into that
1: I think that's more and why more. we sent the new shuttle out right <laughs> I think that's we're why we're going for rocks and that's a representative so there <laughs> uh,
0: Kentucky's attorney general has joined a lawsuit in the Pennsylvania election case the uh, Daniel Cameron joined a lawsuit yesterday challenging mail in ballots in Pennsylvania saying what happens elsewhere in a presidential election matters to Kentuckians he signed on to an amicus brief in a GOP lawsuit in a case revolving ar- around mail in ballots he said his interest in the case is not about courts dictating who wins or loses but about the transparency and rule of law issues so you know just it no matter no matter what side of the If you're on the blue side of the coin, you'd think what he did is foolish. If you're on the red side of the coin, you're saying go get him, uh, A.G. Cameron, and just kind of as simple as that. I will tell you, though, I have – you know, I I try and be open-minded about things, but it has not been lost on me that how the level of crowing that CBS and ABC and NBC are doing, like all of a sudden – The heavens have opened up, and this this vaccine is manna from heaven. Whereas a week ago, they wouldn't have even considered that, oh, a vaccine before the end of November. You've got to be kidding me. That's probably Mm -hmm. a quote from Tony DeCopel from Mm -hmm. CBS News. (laughs) Ha, ha, a vaccine by the end of the year. That's laughable. Mm -hmm. Who would ever make that claim? And then on Monday, hey, guys, guess what? Vaccine by the end of the month. Operation Warp Speed missed Mm -hmm. it by just a week. Mm -hmm. Just think if it happened a week earlier.
1: I thought the same thing this morning. I mean, SNL made the great joke, oh, we'll have a vaccine in two or seventy two weeks. Two to 700 so, weeks. Yeah, two yeah. to 700 weeks. So, it, like, now, though, it's all of a sudden, as you said, it is fresh manna from heaven.
0: Yeah. Hallelujah. Just, uh,
1: 90% effective rate, accuracy. Hey,
0: it's it's remarkable. I mean, the fact that we went from uh, February, March mm-hmm. with this, and, and it's, by the way, uh, for those of you concerned about the possible vaccine, Pfizer is reporting 90% efficacy. It's a two-stage viral uh, dosage that you'll need, but they're boasting 90%, which is great. Mm -hmm. But it didn't come out of thin air. Like, they didn't start in March and go, huh.
1: No, but I I even read one story this morning that basically was crediting the Biden campaign. Biden won, and now, you know, we're going to see a change in coronavirus, and it starts with this great vaccine it's like, the vaccine they've
0: been working on yeah, yeah. The, the vaccine in their private labs that they that's been kamala's lead project with, i've never like, bought Kamala, it yes whatever i don't know but uh <laughs> but it um they used years and years of research and development on different sars type viruses yes. to uh come in and create a vaccine that they think is going to fight it so it, it they have been able to, to double down, like to get very diligent about it this year, but they didn't start with a blank piece of paper back in March and go, hmm, I wonder if we could create a vaccine yeah. over this. Uh, Governor Bashir called it a game changer if it works. Sure and it, it will be a game changer. Yeah, uh, and I think 90% efficacy may start to take some naysayers, some people who w- weeks ago said, oh, I'm not taking it. But when you when you see it, when you know that uh, I think it's 41,000 people that mm-hmm. uh, have taken it and uh, done very well with it, then they might start to change their tune. I saw in 60 Minutes the other night the us uh, us military general responsible for rolling this out he said the, they asked he said what's the worst case scenario he said the worst case scenario for the american people is that we go to the trouble to get this vaccine to them and they won't take it mm-hmm. he said we have failed if we get to that point and they won't take it mm-hmm. like all the all the effort was wasteful unless it's 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 taken right. so right. Uh, governor bashir said 1745 new cases of coronavirus yesterday 122000 total 11 new deaths yesterday, 7.49% positivity rate over um, the, the seven days. That continues to jump. You know, we were under five, and then we've just gradually cl- crept up, and we're headed in the wrong direction. We're it looks, uh, about to be about a quarter of a percent per day close to home, 45.4 cases per capita. Uh, everyone now everyone around Grayson County is uh red county with the exception of Edmondson County and they're trending that direction i think they're teeter tottering what is 25 25 per capita is that the yes, is that that's the red threshold red, yes. so they're uh one and a half cases per capita away from going red themselves 80 Kentucky counties are in the red and i do think it's sort of interesting when you look at it you've got this corridor it's kind of a, uh, if you use uh, Fayette County, which is populous, but if you look north to south from Gallatin County, all the way south to McCreary County, you can find a path of yellow, mm-hmm. which is I-75. Mm-hmm. You know, I-75 kind of cuts through that general area uh, through there, and uh, don't know that that makes case of the 65 corridor. 65
2: has the same thing, too.
0: Yeah, you, well, you go uh, Jefferson to, oh, through Allen County, Yeah. so you've got... Uh, Red, Jefferson, Bullet Harden, et cetera. Jeffrey, by the way, I hadn't looked at Harden County's total uh, 42.4%, uh, 42.4 cases per capita as of yesterday. So uh, I guess we'll continue to follow. Secretary of State Michael Adams says that he wants to make some voting changes permanent. So the way in which we voted in the general election. There are some of them that he wants to advocate for keeping and plans to propose them in the 2021 General Assembly. The first concerns early voting, which was successful in the general election cycle. He says, I don't think we need three weeks for every election, but a few days would really help take the pressure off voters to show up in a 12-hour span on one day, which is a work day. He says Saturday voting was very popular. He said he had already done a survey of county clerks, and most of them like early voting, including Saturdays. Again, I think um, I think I proposed it a couple of days ago. Start with one Saturday,
1: mm-hmm.
0: go the next week, do that Saturday, the following Saturday. So get a total of two Saturdays with the first day being a Saturday, mm-hmm. and then roll into your Monday, Tuesday, election day. And so you'll end up with about a 10-day 10, 11 day voting window that's there. I think that's, I think that's,
1: uh, I think that's
0: doable. If if I had to, if I had to make an adjustment to that, then I would start on that Monday, go through that weekend, and then the Monday and Tuesday of Election Day. I think would be a fair compromise. Mm-hmm. Uh, voting centers, he said, where residents of every precinct in a county can go. The clerks really liked those too. It really helps them need fewer locations and fewer poll workers to run their elections and also saves them money, they've told me. That was a quote from him. I can see this. I can, yeah. you know, a long time ago uh, in Kentucky, our counties, the way the counties were divided, the way the county seats were created, is you, this is really based on you had to be a day's buggy ride, you know, a day's wagon ride mm-hmm. away from your county seat. That's just not the way we do things anymore.
1: Uh, Well, not some of us in Grayson County.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) True. Let's not
1: leave everybody out. Let's be some inclusive.
0: (laughs) So to think, well, I've got to have a polling place 90 seconds from my house, but I will drive an hour to shop at the grocery.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So I see in Grayson County as an example, I think that we should go from... I think we should go from 22 polling places down to about... Fifteen max.
1: That's what I was going to say.
0: I think you take the center on Maine, you take the middle school, uh, and you 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 make those, and and you make Clarkson and you make Caneyville these places where anyone can vote. Mm-hmm. And because of databasing and because of record sharing, we know that if you typically would vote in Horntown, but you show up in Litchfield to vote, we you know you get credit, and you, so you can't then drive to Caneyville and also vote. That we it electronically is not going to enable you to. We have protections for that now. Mm-hmm. So we need fewer poll workers, which I think if you would globally ask clerks across the state, they would say poll workers are harder and harder to find. And so you need less machinery, you need less locations, you need less. And so I just think I think it's reasonable to ask voters to drive a little further from their home potentially because they were probably going to drive right by it en route to somewhere else anyway.
1: Well, yeah, but if you tabulate the cost of savings to the taxpayer over say you know, five to ten election cycles for the state budget, mm-hmm. it would be significant enough that I think people would go. Yeah, uh, I'll make I'll make the extra trip.
0: Absolutely. Uh, also, keeping the ob- uh, the online absentee ballot portal is something that he wants to do. There are more people that qualify to absentee vote than typically do. Not this election aside, but generally, people that can don't. Mm-hmm. But the portal made it easy enough that more that are qualified to do so will. So those are a couple of the decisions.
2: Yeah. I know I had to file for absentee when I was in college, and it was a pain because you'd have to call the clerk's office, mm-hmm. and they're like, well, why do why you need it? I'm like, I'm in college. Right. Can I'm you pr- Can you prove this? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, th- well, with that,
1: you put too many roadblocks up. People will just hang up. Yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Exactly. I tried, but it
2: was too much. And yeah. now, now that you can just go onto the website, and it took mm-hmm. what? 60 seconds yeah, maybe it took very yeah.
0: very little and took less than that also to confirm that it had returned and you yes. know and gotten gotten back super there. nice he also wants to keep the cure process he says in 2018 72% of absentee ballots were thrown out for voter error in this election it's going to be less than one percent. He said it really helped re enfranchise voters of both parties if you give them a chance to fix an honest mistake that they didn't know they made before you throw the ballots in the garbage can. Yeah, I agree. So with that's agree. good. They come back in, they get they get vetted before election day to say, Hey, there's a problem with your ballot. They reach out, say, Would you like to cast a provisional vote or change your vote? I think that's important.
1: That's a huge percentage decrease.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, 72% is what it said. Uh, another headline you can read online. Former Kentucky State employee accused of smuggling Viagra. That's a weird story. Uh, Kentucky Derby and Breeders' <laughs> Cup Classic. I mean, works for state government in something that doesn't have anything to do with drugs, but was peddling drugs. Uh, Authentic has been retired, the winner of the Derby, and the Breeders' Cup Classic has been retired to stud. Uh, the three-year-old will stand at spinthrift Farm in... Lexington. Uh, Mark Stoops says that the COVID-19 virus is not out of control with his UK football team but they are having some they're dealing with some infections including staffers and they're using graduate assistants as well but they're getting ready for Vandy coming up on uh, Saturday so we'll be able to Cover that for you. So there you go. There are your latest uh, news headlines. I think we covered it sufficiently. Got plenty more on the way though. Uh, How to do a virtual Thanksgiving. Decided to do that. We'll tell you all about how coming up here on In the Know. Day is Forget Me Not Day.
1: That's in the flower.
0: No, a day for remembering those whose lives have touched us in some way. Okay. doesn't necessarily mean a good way. <laughs> it said in, in some way. Yeah. Well, I guess you can easily think that means in a in a good way. It is Sesame Street Day today. Big fan. Saluting the 1969 debut of the landmark children's TV show on PBS. One. I love to count. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, uh, uh. Nevada needed count. his help. Mm-hmm. Yes. Still does.
1: <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean to did?
0: <laughs> yeah. Today's show, by the way, brought to you by the letter G <laughs> and the number nine. <laughs> it is accounting day today. An annual observance to promote the profession and provide an opportunity for networking among accountants in public practice, industry, and government. Listen, you haven't lived until you've been to an accounting convention. I'm sure so you've been a bunch oh, yeah. of accountants, <laughs> and they let their hair down. They all show up, and so they have those big mixers oh, yeah. of all those accountants. When they all show up and they have their top button unbuttoned on their shirt, good <laughs> lord, look out! They can cut loose.
1: <laughs> it's smoking fog for days. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Some of them even walk around with their bow tie like untied. And it's just, just hanging down. loose. Wow. Woo,
1: rebel. rebel. Those are the ones the hotels won't rent to. Those in hairbands. <laughs> <Yeah>,
0: that's <laughs> right.
1: Accountants with, with undone bow ties and hairbands. We need to
0: know from your mother before you can, <laughs> before you can rent this room. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I kid because I love, I was raised among accountants. Yes. If I can't joke about accountants, who can? Uh, vanilla cupcakes day today so get your accountant some vanilla cupcakes while they may not be the people's favorite <laughs> cupcake hardly anyone dislikes them another advantage is that any kind of frosting tastes good on vanilla cupcakes
1: so did you fall for the google where imitation vanilla comes from no i did on not okay no. well i didn't either but um someone in a group text that i'm a part of did so i ended up reading it i hope that's fake news
0: I could just tell by the reaction that I saw from someone. I thought, no, I don't want to know. No. I'm going to be over here in the ignorant category. Yeah. And I'll just yeah. stay here as long as I can. Yeah. Uh, 35 virtual. Well, I'm not going to cover all 35. But I found a list of 35 virtual Thanksgiving ideas to keep your feast safe during the coronavirus pandemic. Okay. Uh, send invitations. Make it formal. Even if you're going to have it online, you're going to have your, you know, you'll be at your table. I think a lot of families are going to do that. They'll Mm -hmm. be sitting at their table. You'll be sitting at your table, but through, Mm -hmm. you know, laptops or iPads or whatever, it's like having the, you know, having a video dinner party, which you can do. But you should send formal invitations to it because it feels a little bit like more like the traditional. Don't forget to help family and friends who aren't too tech savvy. Some of the best bits right? of the last months have been about <laughs> people who struggle technologically. <laughs> just
1: find a toddler; mm-hmm. they can help you. Or
0: in
1: there,
0: have their have their, they have their iPhone oh, yeah. literally right up, the nose. Right up yep. their nose. All I mean, right. it's all you've got. I mean, there are mm-hmm. there are physicians who haven't gotten a good look up your snout like that. Um, <laughs>
2: Or who don't have it tilted but are still looking at it, you know, over to the side kind of Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Deliver dishes. Share a Thanksgiving playlist. Set a dress code. Or make it a pajama party. Go to one extreme or the other. Yeah.
1: You can't have a mixed group there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Give each other cooking lessons. So that's something you can do in your kitchen. Like, grandma might be able to do, she's like, shows the grandkids mm-hmm. how to make her mashed potatoes or yep. whatever it might be. A good way of passing off knowledge. Get your board game on.
1: Okay.
0: There are lots of board game manufacturers that have electronic versions that you can play. So you could have your... You, know, you could have your laptop, or you could be having a Zoom Thanksgiving. But then you could be playing for on your each on each person's device. Sure. So it doesn't mean you can't play the board game. You just have to get creative. Play Thanksgiving categories. Have a festive Pictionary night. Uh, have a Thanksgiving trivia contest. Make gratitude jars. Decorate. Have a scavenger hunt. Play bingo. I guess you could send the cards. To other places ahead of time. Couldn't you? And then call me. It's possible. Have a TikTok dance-off. Sorry, Misty has PTSD about that. Uh, Play (laughs) funny card games. Take virtual family photos. Tackle some Mad Libs. Climb your family tree. Yeah, but be careful.
1: You get into some off-branches there. You're not going to...
0: I mean... Maybe I, climb your family tree as best you know it, or want to know it, or
1: let's hope it doesn't go straight <laughs> up. <laughs> uh,
0: Sam, I think you are um, Sam. You've been in Western Kentucky long enough.
2: I think that a lot of the South Ohioan has rubbed off of you. Where, I don't know that I classify myself as a South. I don't want well, to be classified with well, the Buckeyes. Where me. Where
0: you grew up, though. We're like a hodgepodge. There's a whole lot of Ohio that comes dripping out the bottom of Ohio (laughs) and gets on you if you're in (laughs) like Boone County and Kenton County and some of those areas, right? Wouldn't you at least agree that some of the Ohio culture of Cincinnati oozes its way into northern Kentucky?
2: Yesterday, you were talking about Scrapple, but Scrapple in Cincinnati is very similar to what we call Getta, and Getta is very delicious. See, as I said, I'll bet that, that is better than it sounds. Oh, it is. What's ghetto? <clears throat> ghetto. Ask Ken. I brought Ken some ghetto just a couple weeks ago. From the ghetto? No. Oh, huh, okay. From a little place in Northern Kentucky. Right. What is it? Very good. It's, a, it's like a sausage.
1: Okay.
0: Mm, okay. All right. Okay, so, Sam, on your Thanksgiving table, growing up in Northern Kentucky, did you have stuffing or did you have dressing?
2: Uh, I guess we had stuffing.
0: Was it cooked inside the bird? Uh, I would presume no so it was, in not... a, it was in a pan, do you remember scooping it out of a pan like you had to like slice it dish. into squares
2: and okay. put it on your plate? uh no because I would never put it on my plate i'm I'm not a personally that's so you would not so eat it either eat... way correct, correct, okay. I'm not a huge stuffing fan,
0: so you so okay, well, I'm not a huge stuffing fan. <laughs>
2: I'm probably not a big dressing fan.
0: But either. I'm a huge mm-hmm. dressing fan. And so that's the – that I think the further north, you, it's kind of like the pop and the Coke or mm-hmm. the pop or the soda or the sneakers versus the tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. I think there are certain areas that are doing dressing, but they're calling it stuffing. Right. And I had a feeling Ohio might be one of those states. So that's why I thought, Sam, you might be able to. Can you find out from Adele <laughs> if you all call it? Stuffing? We call it stuffing. Oh no,
2: there's no doubt about that. You call it stuffing, but yes. it's not cooked in the bird.
1: But you cook it as dressing now,
2: because typically we'll do like a uh, turkey breast or something along the lines uh, okay. of that. Okay, well then so, you clearly okay. aren't because our family's in the bird not big enough. Our family's <laughs> not big right enough to the do bird. the to do the big bird.
0: Okay. Red Lobster releasing a limited edition holiday gift box filled with Cheddar Bay biscuits. <gasps>
1: Yum.
0: Limited edition festive gift boxes filled with Cheddar Bay biscuits are available starting November sixteenth. Are you all, all about the Red Lobster Cheddar oh, yeah.
2: Bay Biscuits? The
1: only thing I like there. They're really good. They are great.
2: They're really good.
0: I got to tell you, I, I kind of, I, sometimes we go there mm-hmm. and I think, oh, Red Lobster sounds good. And then I sit down and then I have the Cheddar Bay Biscuits and I think, that's really all that I wanted. Can I leave?
1: Yeah, that's all but I But they there, don't let you leave. I don't need anything else there. After
0: that, Krispy Kreme is offering caramel glazed donuts for the first time ever. Starting November 9th, I guess that's yesterday. So, lasting me until up. November 22nd. You like
1: these?
0: The caramel I glazed donut is the classic Krispy Kreme treat, simply covered in rich caramel glaze. Huh. I
2: mean, the Krispy Kreme original glazed is the best donut on the market. It is? Fresh. Okay. Without a doubt. Fresh, if it's fresh. Fresh, fresh. It, it, it does not, fresh. yeah. Where it almost melts in your mouth, it, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't get better than doesn't that. doesn't hold and up well, I don't know. one the
1: other. You really ever turn the light off.
0: Right. So... Our world has changed a lot since March. When you go in a store, go to a school, go to a workplace, go about anywhere, you'll find now there are round dots on the floor that are are routing guidance. So you'll see, you know, whether it's the lane at the grocery, whether it's the queue for the line at the convenience store, there are these round disks that are designed. So you stand on this one, person in front of you stands on that one, and we'll keep you spaced out. Correct? Mm-hmm. And so there are arrows certain at the grocery store. This aisle goes this way. Right. And this aisle goes this way. And we need you to pay attention. Well, some office workers in the United Kingdom have recently become confused about the routing guidance that they were given. And so I'm going to share with you, if you're watching, a picture from inside a men's restroom in an office building in the United Kingdom and if you're listening, I'm going to describe it for you. All right, this is a men's restroom <laughs> with three urinals, and on the far wall. By the way, it doesn't even have the dividers between the urinals. No. So p- first of all, there's a personal foul.
2: Mm. Uh, on the
0: on the wall, there is a traditional circle slash. Uh-huh. It is basically the universal sign for do not. Yep. Then, in the near ground on the floor, there is a sign. That is stuck to the floor that says, keep your distance. Uh And the keep your distance instruction is six feet from the urinals.
1: Correct. Okay.
0: Actually, it's six and a half feet because I think it's three meters in the United Kingdom. Okay. And so, but then you see the circle with the slash on the far wall, which basically, if you look at this, this says, don't cross this line. Right. So stay six feet away from the urinals. (laughs) Which means. The challenge.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. So
0: I'm supposed to use this <laughs> urinal from six feet away?
1: Now, I'm not a boy, so I have to ask is this humanly possible?
2: Well, it depends upon your age. I was gonna say, elementary school it was always you'd walk in there and there be the, the kindergartners who so would be would be trying.
1: Yeah, it's a pee off. Yes. Okay. But the okay. problem is But is it we is it-
0: heard from the custodian and he is mad. Oh
1: you think so? <laughs> he, he, he is furious.
0: <laughs> at this. Just just don't use that bathroom, okay? We've <laughs> gotta get to a break. More on the way, you're on in the know. Combination O U G H Uh can be pronounced eight different ways.
1: I believe that, yes.
0: So, Mm dough, D O U G H, cough, Mm -hmm. C O U G H. Okay, you all can do the other six. Tough. Tough, yeah, like a U F F. T O U G H, got it? Mm -hmm. All right.
1: Uh, Then O, like thorough.
0: Uh, or through, through, like through, through, so, T-H-R-O-U-G-H. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are we, up to four?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, so. Okay, Sam, your turn.
0: Oh, okay, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, college boy, <laughs> yep. go ahead. You, you said earlier in the show you went to college, so it's on the record. Yep. Because you had to uh, vote absentee because yep. you were in college. Ready, <laughs> he go. A, he
2: key, keyword, in college. In college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about drought, D-R-O-U-G-H-T, drought? Does that count? Throughout, but I guess that's drought too. Yep. So you got through. the out sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe some smart people will come by and they'll yes. okay, that's uh, five. offer some help in the uh The other three, I'm sure, are British. Uh, clearly.
1: Obviously. Yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to start any controversy.
1: No. But I'm sure they're saying they're just with the British accent.
0: I did have the pleasure of seeing the Jeopardy tribute last night.
1: Okay.
0: Right before last night's episode. Uh, Mike Richards, who is the executive producer, shared a brief tribute to Alex Trebek. Of course, as we know, Alex hosted the show for more than 30 years and passed away on Sunday. He said, uh, Mike Richards said, over the weekend, we lost our beloved Alex Trebek. This is an enormous loss for our staff and crew, for his family and for his millions of fans. He loved this show and everything it stood for. He will forever be an inspiration for his constant desire to learn, his kindness, and for his love of his family. He went on to say um, that he had filmed his final episodes less than two weeks before his death, actually 10 days. He filmed the last one on October the 29th, and he passed on Sunday morning. And he, uh, he said, on behalf of everyone, thank you for everything, Alex. He said, this is Jeopardy! like the uh, announcer does and then the studio lights went dark on the set they paused for a moment and then they started the episode and I gotta tell you it was a little weird yeah. you know I mean I watch movies all the time with actors that have passed away and but it would just seem because it was so fresh that mm-hmm. he passed on Sunday and then now there's this episode that was filmed you know some point in time
1: I wonder In if the he past. Knew on October 29th if that was his last episode.
0: Uh, maybe. You know, they, they he was notorious for being voracious at filming. Like, mm-hmm. they would knock out a bunch of episodes.
1: I think
2: it's 35 is how many they have left. Yeah, so, like that. so it
0: has to get to Christmas Day. So we'll mm-hmm. be able to have those. And ironic that we will get to Christmas Day. He, um, he, uh, oh, what's his name? I just forgot. Uh, Mike Richards was also on the Today Show yesterday doing an interview And he shared with uh, Savannah Guthrie, said that uh, even in his book he described that he wanted his final day to be sitting on his swing next to his wife, Jean, and kind of watching the horizon, and he got to do that. He was coherent. He wasn't in pain. And the fact that he had a nice final day I think makes all of us in the Jeopardy family feel much better. Yeah. So I was thinking about I didn't get to spend any time on this yesterday other than mentioning his passing. But it's weird for me. So I'm forty nine. You know, I spent my 20s. Kind of thinking, like rolling my eyes a little bit at my grandparents and parents having to like, well, they got to watch Jeopardy every day, like Jeopardy, Jeopardy. (laughs) And then knowing who Alex Trebek is. And then I spent my, you know, 30s. Thinking, man, Will Farrell playing that. Will Farrell playing Alex Trebek. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. You know, watching on a Saturday Night Live. And then for the last decade, I, well, I got to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: Turned into your parents' I, Yeah, exactly. Parents. It's like, yeah.
0: Well, I'm 40 now. I got to watch Jeopardy yeah. every night. As I've said, Wheel of Fortune is the appetizer. And <laughs> Jeopardy is the entree. Yeah, you got to get yourself worked more <laughs> <up, laughs> worked up to Jeopardy. So it's a little premature, but you know who's next? Who's the next host of Jeopardy? Uh, they will have some huge shoes to fill, but allegedly George Stephanopoulos is rumored mm-hmm. to be interested in All right. All right. being the Jeopardy! host. Um, I don't watch him on Good Morning America, so I don't really have a connection with him. Mm-hmm. Most of my understanding of George Stephanopoulos is goes back to the Clinton administration, and I guess he would do fine, but I just don't think he's going to be as suave I heard as Alex.
2: I was reading Ken Jennings.
0: You know, I wondered if someone from that group of goats, uh, the either, it won't be James Holzhauer because James Holzhauer has some idiosyncrasies that would not be conducive to hosting. He would be a good, uh, like a category host, and James Holzhauer is doing very well. He's got some endorsement deals. Ken Jennings of that group of goat, uh, Brad is the other one, uh, that Ken Jennings seems to be, have the most well rounded skill set mm-hmm. to doing it, but. But still, at his core, Ken Jennings seems like a kid wearing an adult suit. Yeah. There's, just, there's something about Ken Jennings that doesn't seem hostish
2: to I've me. I've
1: always said, I don't want to be the next person that follows mm-hmm. and tries to put those yeah. shoes on. You, you want to be the first person. You can never follow a legend. Right.
2: Mm-hmm. So I
1: think they go the opposite, and they just hire Will Ferrell.
0: <laughs> I guess they could. Do, right. They could like, do you know it. You know, you uh, can't do
1: it right again, so might as well have a Will Ferrell I said do it the other day. I said, "My
0: goodness!" So Charlie Daniels, Kenny Rogers, Chadwick Boseman, yeah. uh, Sean Connery, Ooh. Alex Trebek—not even all COVID-related, but a wide swath of you know people whose work I really like—you know—gone during this calendar year. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on MNN.
1: Childhood is a time
0: because you had to be a big MB's big point danger. to ponder for today. Why are eggs in the dairy section at the grocery store?
1: Yeah, I see your point.
0: You got cheese. You got cottage cheese. Mm-hmm. You got milk. You got sour, sour cream. You got, right. You got all the dairy stuff, mm-hmm. and then they shove the eggs, yeah. right there in the middle of the dairy section. And I never seen an egg come up from a cow.
1: That's true. So why isn't it with the chickens? You
2: know. Well, my grocery, our grocery store growing up didn't. They were different. They were. It was. It was near the ba- bakery. See, I told you you grew up in Southern Ohio. Well, also the yeah, grocery the store, the grocery store we went to was based in Southern Ohio. But so. it wasn't mm-hmm. with the meat. Oh yeah.
0: But you have a familial connection to my grocery store though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. You get yeah. Really? You, you Marketing were, something. You were you were raised on the K Roger.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my my dad's title's about that long, but he he, mm-hmm. he he was helpful in creating those little guys.
0: Sam was six months old and he got his first rewards card.
2: <laughs> it is. Well he's only been there for about two years. Well, oh he, okay. He, did have a he started about two weeks before I did. Oh, I, I right. did here, right. so we both got a new job at the same time. Gotcha. I mean, when you okay.
1: get a cozy coop, you get a Kroger card. <laughs> oh, hey, I loved my cozy coop.
2: So you don't have a legacy
0: of Kroger? No. Okay, Well, it. I mean,
2: just shopping there.
0: Yeah. So. Go naturally. I mean, it's a it's a Cincinnati staple.
2: Yeah. I mean, we had a Kroger five minutes from where I grew up. Yeah, so
0: So I called the, the K. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you spend a lot of time at Kroger when you know which ones are good and which ones are bad in a particular city. Yeah, they just opened a brand new one.
1: It doesn't take you long to. uh, I got into a bad the other day. You did? Yeah, and I had that thought. I don't remember it being this bad.
2: (laughs) In in Bowling Green, there's good ones and there's bad ones. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Well,
1: I wasn't in Bowling Green, but this one was down. Uh They'd really stepped in it.
2: On television tonight,
0: Country Strong 2020, the countdown to the CMA Awards. I guess the CMAs are probably tomorrow, so they have to do a big countdown. The Battles Part 2 on The Voice tonight on NBC. And on HBO, The Cost of Winning. The story of Baltimore St. Francis Academy Panthers football program, which was expelled from a private school league for being too good, raising questions of racial bias. I heard about that. I think it'll be interesting. And until they get back on a normal cycle on network television, I'm just trying to find content anywhere mm-hmm. because, you know, I we have to,
2: you're on the satellite, right? We have to, the we have to bucket
0: data, <laughs> just like the, we need a bucket brigade. You mean You're you didn't want to watch channel. the
2: Patriots and the Jets last night? Combine no, two wins I, I between not. the teams? I did not.
0: <laughs> I, I'll tell you, it. it's weird how you, you, they say you can't go home again. Oh, you can. When I was a kid... We had to have water hauled from the mill. Mm -hmm. We had a cistern, Mm -hmm. and the mill truck would back up and would dump water in the cistern because we couldn't catch enough rainwater to use at home before we had county water. And now I have to do the same thing with data.
1: Yeah.
0: Only the truck doesn't back up. I have to carry it (laughs) home myself. It's weird. Today's highlight in history, this date in 1775. You know there are kids, though, that grew up in the city. That heard me just say that, like we had to order water from the mill uh-huh. that just went like they're still they've no, yet they to brain,
1: blink their eyes. Yeah, they their went brain is frozen. You did what? Yeah.
2: My, yeah. My babysitter growing up had to do that. Uh-huh. Really? They had to go they had a like a tub underneath of their house yeah. that they'd come in and they'd fill and it up. It's different. the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. In 1775, the U.S. Marines
0: were organized under authority of the Continental Congress. In 1919, the American Legion opened its first national convention in Minneapolis. In 1928, it's, and it's not as if I was born in 1941. You know, you when were I tell the, when I tell that story, there. <laughs> when were you born? 1919. Like, were, were you the central figure in the Grapes of Wrath? Like, well, not quite. 1928. Hirohito is enthroned as Emperor of Japan. Birthdays today: Donna Fargo is seventy-nine. Lyricist Tim Rice is seventy-six. Sinbad is sixty-four. Mackenzie Phillips 64. is sixty-one. Tommy Davidson is fifty-seven. Misty, you'll be happy to know Tracy Morgan is fifty-two today.
1: I'm
0: good, the country star Miranda Lambert is thirty-seven <laughs> today. Miranda Lambert,
1: we'll have to tell Sam this story later. Gone
0: but not forgotten: Martin Luther born this date in fourteen eighty-three. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1960 Georgia. and Ray Charles.
1: Georgia. The whole this is what President
0: day Trump's day singing this morning.
1: Day. Just an old
0: sweet song. Stacy. <laughs> Stacy. You know, he's a big fan mind. of Stacey Abrams today. Oh, yeah. A million more people voted in Georgia, Georgia been voted in 2016 a million
1: wow Jordan. crazy
0: that's a bigly number yeah, well,
1: he said it would be huge you look at that you say you look
0: movie. at that a million people you say what the Kafifi? yeah you know, well, <laughs> right there in 1969 the Beatles were number one I love this song good luck
2: Aerosmith has a good remake of it too. Following, like exactly it. we had Michael Beatles. Jackson
0: did the "Come Together." Real. I didn't
2: know that. We had a Beatles rock band growing up, and this was always my go-to. Really?
0: Oh yeah. Oh, the rock band on the game console. Yeah, uh, console? on Wii. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I we had the
2: drums. Thought it was a tar. Not p- that old. Your pong game.
1: <laughs> Classic
2: guitar. At least had GameCube. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, come together right now. Over me.
1: 1978,
0: Donna Summer was number one. This version is better than Richard Harris, at least.
1: This is a song. It is
2: a real song? It is a song, yes. Yes. You don't have anything nice it to sounds- say, don't say anything at all. It when-
1: sounds like a parody, but it's
2: not. Ah, here comes the
0: disco part. I knew that yeah, was in here yeah. somewhere. You gotta
1: get but well, really, me, but who? Your cakes, Rain, what do you do? You go skating. Who,
0: but who, who was the knucklehead that left the cake out of there? Well, the rain? apparently
1: they were in a pandemic and you were having to leave things on the front porch.
0: Oh, I see. It was a porch pickup that it went was wrong. A porch pickup. <laughs> I got it. 1987, Billy Idol was number one with Money Money.
2: What's your favorite color, baby? Blue and white. That's rough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now they can't play it anymore, though.
0: No, because people couldn't behave. Yes. <laughs> if they let my generation cease to exist, then they can bring it
2: back. <laughs> We're the ones that insist on doing it. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing down the, uh, the rails.
1: Gotta wipe you all out.
0: Mm Yeah, we were the no gooders.
1: (laughs) sanitize the generation. Doing the wrong.
0: 1996 Black Street, featuring Dr. Dre, and No Diggity was number one. No Diggity. I don't know if you knew that or not. Let's go to 2005, 15 years ago today.
2: Keith
1: Urban.
2: Sam, what was that? You said Geta? Geta, yes. G-O-E-T-T-A. like as in David Getta. Isn't he a U?
0: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, G-U-E. G-O-E-T-T-A.
2: G-O-E-T-T-A.
0: Yes. And you get this from a butcher?
2: Yes. Um Yeah, it's it's a, it's a German thing. Cincinnati's yeah, got I a strong you. German. You're
0: basically background. a Southern Ohioan over there.
2: So. Yeah, my great grandma had a family recipe that Right. I'm not even sure I'm allowed to have.
1: Can't have the deviled
2: egg. I got the deviled egg recipe, but I guess I'm not special about it. That's right. No. Yeah. 2014. She's not a true
0: Gormley. Tove <laughs> was number one. She just habits. married into it. Number one six years ago today.
2: She
0: cracks me up. All right. MB's pearl of wisdom for today. Obstacles do not block the path. They are the path. Obstacles mm-hmm. do not block the path. They are the path. MB's prolo wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. From Misty Thomas for Sam Gorman.